Good morning, Jackals. How are you doing? I'm Dan Benjamin. Uh, today is Wednesday, December 6th. This is our second try. Uh, I love streaming. I love YouTube. I love all of that stuff. I love when things just work, but that wasn't what happened before. I completely ripped apart this entire set and rebuilt it this morning uh, while I was doing phone calls. Uh, and uh, sometimes you forget one little plug or you do a thing and another thing happens. But uh, anyway, here we are. Here we are, Jackals. Welcome to Benjamin Nation. Uh, I have a few news stories for you today. And uh, before I do that, I got to tell you, like, subscribe and ring, ring the bell. Again, it really helps the channel. I've been looking at the stats and you know that most of you are not subscribed. Most of you are not subscribed. Shame on you because it really helps me. I'm really trying to build something here and you can help. You can be part of it. I'm not asking you uh, to do very much except, guess what? Just click that little button, like, subscribe, and uh, it really helps. It really helps. So thank you to those people who have done that. Now, somewhere over here, I have this one. Thank you, kind sir. That's what I want you to, to do. I want you to hear the thank you, kind sir, because I appreciate your support. I have a Patreon. I don't talk about it a lot. But if you go to patreon.com slash danbenjamin, that's how you can support this show and all of the work that I do. It is so important that you do that if you enjoy the work that I do because that's how I pay my bills. The Patreon is really tiny right now. It used to be really, really uh, huge back when I was doing a lot of stuff and giving it away. And I started doing that again, and I'm trying to build the thing back up so you can help a lot. Uh, if you're willing to do that, because I'm very tired. <clears throat> I need to sleep. <clears throat> Let's do some news. The big news, of course, is what's going on right now in Georgia. And I'm sure that all of you guys have heard about this, and you're probably bored of hearing about it already. Um, but it's a big deal here in the United States. We've got um, uh, this, this huge runoff that's happening for the Senate. But it's not just a runoff. That would be one thing if it was just a runoff. But it's more than that. Uh, it's a runoff for control of the Senate. This is going to determine whether the Senate is Democrat or Republican. And, of course, there's lots of conversations so much about is there, uh, is, is there, you know, is it going to be a fair thing? Is there cheating and fraud going on? And all of this surrounding this. So it's in interesting to pay attention to this story today. Uh, you can pretty much go anywhere to find out information. I don't even know if I need to uh, link that uh, here, but CNN or any news site that you want is going to have it. Um, also, this is some other kind of related news. Apparently, there was some possible way, I guess, that uh, Pence could have maybe blocked the. So we're supposed to the the, the electoral college is supposed to submit its results, and uh, and those are, are supposed to come and um, and and be evaluated and confirmed essentially. And there was some way that Trump was saying Pence could maybe block certification. And Trump, uh, Pence has now said that, no, he cannot block certification. And he's been told by the lawyers 
Uh, and Trump is supposedly was speaking or has already maybe even done speaking about it, although I haven't seen that. Um, so uh, there's so much weird stuff going on. And, you know, my whole take on this is that we have uh, this philosophy in our brains, this concept, this thought that things are really. Why is this thing playing audio? Thanks, CNN. Stop. Uh, that there's like this firmament, that there's this this stuff that's set in stone that has to work and has to go the way we always expect it to go. Uh, and it turns out that it doesn't always work that way. It doesn't always go that way. And that these things that we think of as being uh, completely solid are in fact n not solid. And anything can happen. So... Uh, in the uh, in the chat, Trump is now saying that he'll never concede. Uh, Nelson, if you can give me more information about that, I'll report it live. John says, "Ugh, CNN." John, you know, uh, <laughs> I try to be fair. I link articles that are in CNN and Fox News and everywhere else. I'm trying to be fair. Y'all should know that I don't agree with any politics that anyone has anywhere. I can't identify with any party at all because my feelings are all across the, the board on that. The closest, I guess, is libertarian, but I know that libertarianism doesn't really work. Um, socially, I, I believe anybody should be able to do anything that they want as long as it doesn't harm anyone else. That's my philosophy. It's pretty simple. Whether that means you want to marry somebody who has the same gender or no gender, do it. If you want to smoke a substance that makes you feel good or helps you with chronic pain, I think you should do it. If, you know, I, I, I support everybody doing everything that they want to do when they want to do it, the way they want to do it, as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else. It seems like a good philosophy uh, to me. Uh, when it comes to government regulating the stuff that I do, I don't really want them to. I, maybe that's naive, but I like the idea that people are smart and can make smart decisions for themselves. Um, I don't know. It kind of puts me in a weird place. So I, I try to be open-minded. I try to be open-minded to anything that I hear. I like to talk to people and I like to hear their points of view and, their, and I respect individual people's opinions. Again, if you're crossing the line where what you think is harmful or do is harmful to someone, then then maybe that's not okay. But if what you're thinking and doing it doesn't hurt people, I, I don't see why you shouldn't be able to do it. So <laughs> Jeremy says, amen, brother. Smoking some jazz cabbage right now. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, if you have any more information about that... Uh, let me know. Okay. Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, you didn't think of him as a transcendental meditator, did you? Or as a weightlifter. But lo and behold, here's Jerry. He says uh, in this article in uh, CNBC, uh, written by, who's this written by? Corey, Corey Stieg? That's your name, dude. Okay. Comedian Jerry Seinfeld believes there are just two healthy habits that could solve just about anyone's life. Transcendental meditation and weight training. I don't do transcendental meditation. I want to talk about this for a second. Uh, 
I don't know much about transcendental meditation, which I think is also called TCM. Uh, but he, uh, he practices this. What I practice is another kind of meditation called Vipassana meditation, also known as insight meditation, also known as ready for the buzzword mindfulness <laughs> meditation. That's what everybody talks about now. When I, back in the old days, 15 years ago, when I first started doing mindfulness meditation, I used to talk about it and people were like, that's so weird, dude. Where's a, where's a weird, uh, I need to, who comes in here and changes that someone changes all of this. So what? Yeah. I talked about it 15 years ago, how it changed my life and made me into a different person, a completely different person. And uh, it, it really had a huge impact, but I was doing it back in the day when the resources were really scant for this. There was like a couple good books you could get on it. There were uh, not really, there was maybe one or two podcasts. The ones that stand out are the ones from Gil Fronstall at uh, Insight Meditation Center, IMC in Redwood City, uh, right outside of San Francisco. And the other was uh, a wonderful uh, podcast by Ajahn Jeff, or also known as Thanissaro Bhikkhu. That's his Buddhist name. Who is a Thai? He he is American, but he practices the Thai forest tradition, which is the one that I uh, closest to what I do. And mindfulness meditation completely can completely change you. I don't again. I don't know a lot about transcendental meditation, which is what um, Jerry Seinfeld believes. That has to do a little bit more with mantras and other things like that. But the point is. Any kind of meditation is good meditation for you. And if you want more information about it, let me know. Maybe I'll do a little video about it and talk about it more. I would love to help people learn about it. And I've written articles about it and they're out there in the world. But um, yeah, I could definitely share more information if that's interesting to you. He also talks about weightlifting and weight training, which I thought was pretty cool. He says that incorporating these techniques into his routine have helped him stay productive, focused and creative throughout his career. And he says, here's what you need to know. And he does transcendental meditation. He does it twice a day. It requires sitting for 20 minutes at a time. And a lot of people like Lady Gaga and Oprah Winfrey and everybody else name, talks dude. about it. And um, he says he also does it anytime he feels like he's dipping. He says, if I sit down and the pen doesn't move for like 20 minutes, I know I'm out of gas, he said. And then he'll do some transcendental meditation. He also got into weightlifting, it says, by doing Bill Phillips' Body for Life program, which is a 12-week diet and exercise regimen that includes exercising six times a week, three days for lifting, three days of high-intensity interval training, in other words, HIIT workouts, and eat six small meals a day. Well, guess what? I train six days a week, and I do meditations, but I don't eat six small meals a day. I eat three regular-sized meals a day. Um... And I do mainly what's paleo diet still. And uh, it's changed me tremendously. So to anyone that comes out and talks about how beneficial this stuff can be is uh, is wonderful. The chat room is happening. Uh, Song Notes by David Potts says, Jerry's recent interview on Tim, the Tim Ferriss podcast was quite good, especially on the creative process and discipline practice. Uh, Eric says, is video gaming meditation? I kind of get lost in the games. It can be wonderful, but it is not meditation. Um, Jeremy says, thoughts on alternate alternates to traditional meditation, like I enjoy running as my meditation, all about getting in that flow. And Tyler says, meditation and weird hippies get conflated still. If you tell someone you meditate, they usually think you're in some kind of Manson family kook. 
uh, those are all true. Um, Meditation, the, the experience I used to do running, and I wouldn't say it's long distance running because to me, long distance running is like you're out there struggling, suffering for, you know, marathons. and I've never done that kind of stuff, but I did run about four or five K three or four times a week for many years. And I know about the runner's high you're talking about. I know about getting in the zone like you're talking about. And that has this wonderful euphoric feeling that can result in a lot of the same things that you get from regular meditation. But at least the meditation that I have experience with, which again is mindfulness meditation, what you're really doing is you're getting deep into understanding the way that your mind works. You're paying close attention to how you feel. And in fact, and this is going to sound weird, but you actually can understand the thinking process itself. And eventually over time, you get to learn to catch yourself before you react to things. So instead of being reactive, if something makes you angry, you actually, there's like a little, there's a little step there that says, maybe don't, you have a choice here as to how you react to this. Anger, happiness, sadness, all of those things become much more clear to you. And you realize that you have a choice as to how you react and how you feel. And it's pretty freaking great. I never got that myself from getting into a zone or in, in, from a runner's high or anything like that. Those were wonderful experiences that helped me as a person and would help release stress and make me feel better and be a better person on a day-to-day basis, but they didn't help me get to the root of suffering. Cha-ching. That's, I need that sound. Somebody send me a cha-ching soundbite. So they're talking in the chat room how running works and it, it does. It was a tremendous stress relief for me and tremendously helpful. It didn't quite get to where meditation gets you in my experience, but it, it's still wonderful and beneficial and great thing a great thing to do um dominic says if there's one thing i'm afraid of is learning how my mind works you know it's that old saying that uh i i my mind is too screwed up to meditate that's the same thing as saying and i'm quoting gil fronstall here i can't take credit for this saying that i'm i'm too stressed out to meditate or my mind i don't want to know how it works that's like saying i'm too sick to go to the doctor uh that's when you need it the most uh google monkey mind in buddhism Alex says, if you like that mental game of breaking past a wall in the long run, I think you'd get a lot out of Vipassana. All right. Um, And uh, Jeremy says, great insight, Dan. This is why I love your podcast and all your content. You're so wise and the way you communicate is so easy to digest. Well, thank you, Jeremy. Uh, I'll give you that five bucks as soon as the show's over. Let's do our next news story. If you want to read about Jerry, it'll be there in the show notes. Multiple people reported seeing a mysterious blue UFO in Hawaii. Several people in Oahu reported seeing a UFO fall from the sky and into the ocean. Look at this great image. Uh, get out of here, pop-ups. Look at this image here. It, if this isn't proof right here of extraterrestrials and UFOs, I don't know what is. You all seeing this right here? You seeing this? We've got proof. It's the proof that we needed. We're done. We are done. <laughs> Seriously, look at this. This little blue smudge, for those of you listening in the podcast uh, version, if that's not proof of UFOs, that's it. I mean, we're done. We've got everything we need. Well, I'll tell you. Residents of the Hawaiian island of Oahu were left baffled last week as a mysterious blue object streaked across the evening sky, crashing into the ocean. (laughs) Uh, And now here's the thing. I will tell you. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, Guess what? So UFOs apparently can travel through the water just as easily as they can travel through the air because apparently whatever technology they use for propulsion, it doesn't care whether it's empty space, air, water, and I've heard even solid matter because I think the idea is that they're they're sort of warping the space around the UFO. The UFO doesn't move. It just slides around in space-time. So, of course, it could shoot into the water. But they're saying that it hit the water. Here's a – actually, I have a video I can show you of this. Uh, here. Here we go. Look. We've got our proof. This is proof UFOs are real. You guys seeing this? Are you seeing this? Ha, 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 ha. Good one. Look. It's all, that was all the proof that I've ever needed in UFOs all this time. I've been saying we need proof, and you saw it as well as I did just now. <laughs> it says, well, the sighting led to several people speculating about aliens and downed airplanes. Some tried to come up with more reasonable explanations. One Twitter user proposed the UFO could actually have been an LED kite. <laughs> a woman... <laughs> A woman named Mariah your name, dude? told Hawaii News Now, Hawaii News Now, <laughs> uh, that she spotted the UFO passing over Princess Kahuna Estates. <laughs> here's, here's the quote, okay? Um, I look up, and then I was like, oh, S-word, she said. I started calling my husband. I was like, hey. Come look up there. See if you see what I see. They all said, yeah. He's eating the dirt. Uh, the 38-year-old says she and her family were so intrigued by the object that they started following it in their car and watched as it dropped into the ocean. The sighting caught enough people's attention to get the Federal Aviation Administration involved. The callers reported seeing a large blue object fall from the sky into the ocean. FAA did confirm that they received reports of the UFO from police who received several calls about it. <laughs> there were no aircraft accidents or incidents at that time. So. Hey, man, calm down. It's just a prank, man, for laughs. Okay. My take on it, of course it was real. Of course it was real. I'm not kidding. Of course it was real. I believe that the UFOs are flying around, but these this is the kind of report we get, and this is the way the media treats it, and they get someone named Mariah thinks they saw a blue thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm just looking at the chats here. Yeah, <laughs> Nelson says, this changes everything. It does. It does. Um did you know that Windows 7 is still running on at least 100 million PCs? Did you know that? Um, it is true. My phone is going crazy. Um, 100 million PCs are still running Windows 7. This is a report over on uh, The Verge by Tom name, Warren, who I've met in person. Uh, Windows 7 appears to be running on at least 100 million machines, despite Microsoft ending support for the operating system a year ago. <laughs> the proportion of PCs still running Windows 7 across various analytics reports says that, yeah, it's 20% of PCs are still running Windows 7. Now, let's let's take a look at this. Windows 7 has been killed for over a year, but there's, look at this, 1.5 billion users of Windows 
in the world, okay? They say that it's hard to get exact numbers. They say that there's 1 billion Windows 10 users. So when you compare that, 100 million sounds like a lot, but compared to a billion active Windows 10, I'm using Windows 10 right here on this machine. Uh, um, John uh, says, how many on XP? Let's see, does this article say how many are on XP? I don't know. Someone can can toss that number out. If you can get it before the end of the show, uh, I'll report on it here. But uh, yeah, there's 300 million PCs that shipped in 2020 running Windows 10. I mean, that's, that's a lot of Windows out there. Running Windows right here. I'm not proud to be doing it. And I actually... I'm thinking about getting something that'll let me mostly switch away from it. It's it's not that Windows is bad. It's just that it's horrible. Just kidding. Here, check this out, everybody. Here is some big news. Yes, this Omega has updated their Speedmaster. This is called the Moonwatch. The Speedmaster is this beautiful watch that you can find all over Instagram. And, of course, they have a very funny... Uh, uh, thing where they say the new Moonwatch has landed. Yes, it's Omega Speedmaster. Really, it's the one that they've worn to space a lot, and it's got a wonderful history, and it is a super cool watch, and they have updated it. Here's a picture of it in rose gold, if you're watching, uh, which you should be, and um, there are different versions. I'll let you read about it. It's a wonderful watch. I don't have one. But one of the big things is that it's got its chronometer specification, which is a big deal. And they made some little tweaks. But there's always a question whenever a company like Omega updates the Speedmaster or when Rolex tweaks the Submariner just a little bit, people get very upset. They don't want these things to change. Um, today, I'm wearing this, uh, this Casio G-Shock. This is the one that I made such a big deal about because they're impossible to find in all black. Uh, they're only a hundred bucks. Uh, and so I've got, I do have a Rolex uh, and I also have a lot of cheap watches too because they're fun and I love watches. And that uh, that's why I won't. That's why I won't do two shows when I, I do. Apple glasses are supposedly progressing toward what's called the engineering and verification stage with a focus on battery life and weight. This is being reported first by Taiwanese publication Digitimes and now by my friends over at Mac Rumors. This in particular is Joe Rossignol. That's your name, dude. Um, they, but they're about to enter the second phase of development of what they're calling augmented reality glasses. Interesting, right? Um, it says, following the second phase, the report claims the glasses will go through a third phase of development in a few months. Upon completion of the prototype design, the wearable device is expected to go through a six to nine month period of engineering verification. Apple said to be focusing on improving the device, device's weight and battery life. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman previously reported that the glasses will be lightweight. Ooh, wouldn't they have to be? It will overlay information such as text messages and maps in front of your eyes, whereas we'll be able to control the glasses using, well, I don't want to say the name because people get angry at it, but the little lady that lives in your phone. And uh, they don't think it will be launched until at least 2023. So what do I think about that? Well, guess what? My only question, my one question for all time is, what about dorks like me who have actual glasses already and need them to see? Will I be left out the way that Google left us out? You know, 
I think a lot of nerds and dorks like me wear glasses. In fact, think of all the software developers that you know. Think of all the designers you know. Think of all the engineers that you know. Think of all the people that make Mac software. A lot of us, friends, a lot of us wear glasses. It's true. And so my question to you is, what about us? What's Apple going to do? And yeah, I've got my Apple up here. Hold on, wrong mouse. Apple! I need to send y'all a picture. I need to do a behind the scenes so you can see what's actually going on here and how strange it is. But that's my biggest question is what's going to come out of this? What about people like me? Will we be getting prescriptions from Apple? Will we go to the Apple store to get a pair of glasses for us? Because we want all the, because I want this stuff. I want the world overlaid with uh, pop-up windows. Don't you? A little feedback from the chat room. Uh, people are saying, giving me some information about Windows. Let's see. Oh, the, um, Eric says Windows 7 was or is golden. Uh, I don't know about that. I loved XP. I liked Windows NT and XP, believe it or not. Um, net market share claims worldwide. This is from John Kawam in name, the chat room. 3.72% uh, of machines are still running XP. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, John also gives a link that uh, I will put into the show notes for you if you're curious. Microsoft Windows XP is finally dead, nearly 18 years post-launch. This is from April 11th of 2019, though. But I'll, I'll go ahead and put this into the show notes as well. Um, Apple Glasses will be powered by putting the stems in your ear canals like a potato clock. Very good, Brian. I, I really think there is something to be said for wearables that are glasses. Uh, I don't like wearing the Apple Watch. Sorry, guys. It's a beautiful invention, but it's just not for me. I like real watches, and I'm old-fashioned, and I'm weird. But the glasses, since I'm already wearing them, and I I, I would definitely like to see what comes out there. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Song Notes by David Potts says, I think us glasses wearers, the primary initial market. But that would mean that we would have to go and get our prescriptions made. And I've got a wonky prescription. Um, I've got an astigmatism and I've got another thing with the nearsightedness and the astigmatism has to be on an axis. So if it's rotated, like then it goes out of focus and this, the, the high end glasses shops that I've been to, the high end lens places can barely get my glasses prescription right. The idea that Apple would be able to get it right every time, I don't know. Hi, Ivan. Uh, it would be the same as getting glasses from Warby Parker. You just need to send your prescription. Tyler, Warby Parker can't get my prescription right. And all they do is glasses. Okay. Okay. No. Uh, so that's actually all the links and all the news that I have for you today. Came in a little under the 30 minutes. And I apologize for that. But we did get to talk about meditation. I don't know if my article on... Um, <laughs> Wrong keyboard. Uh, <laughs> that's what happens if you type on a soundboard. <laughs> I do have a little bit of uh, a little bit of more feedback for you, but before I do, remember the other day when I asked people and I said, "Are you are y'all listening on the? Uh, are you do, do you guys listen on the show or on the podcast? I mean, or do you watch it live?" And a bunch of people uh, replied. And said, uh, yeah, I listen on the podcast because I listen to it while I'm running. And um, 
and, and, or jogging or exercising. And a bunch of people said that. So that's why I'm still doing the podcast version for people like you who, uh, who need it on the go. And I hope that, uh, that that still works for you. Uh, yeah, the wildcat came back. <laughs> uh, so that's all I've got for you today. But I, I do want to just say again, uh, yeah, it's gone. Is it gone? Is it still there? No, my article on Hive Logic about it is is long gone, but I'll see if I can bring it back. And if you guys do want to know about meditation, let me know in the chat and the comments by email. You can email me, Dan at 5x5.tv. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Benjamin. Follow me on Instagram too. I do a lot of fun stuff over there, including videos and behind the scenes stuff. I'm at Dan Benjamin pretty much everywhere that you go. Um, I do, I should mention the Patreon more. I hate asking for money. Um, if you don't support me on the Patreon, I'm going to start doing ads here because I need the money. So patreon.com slash Dan Benjamin. And while you're here, like and subscribe and, and ring ring this little bell. And uh, that helps the show and it helps me and it helps the channel. Uh, that's all I have for you today. I will be back tomorrow morning, regular time, uh, which is 11 a.m. Eastern time, 10 Central. And uh, I look forward to that. I look forward to your feedback and your thoughts. And I appreciate you all. Thanks, Jackals, and I'll see you soon.